I believe my faith was because, you know, my strong faith is because of all these, this hand of protection God had upon my life and my mother's faith to always pray to Jesus and give thanks to him. We had a huge picture of Jesus hanging on our wall. And then again, you know, my teenage years going through the teenage stuff that you do, you know, God protected me from all of that. And, you know, so I see God's hand and his purpose for me. You're listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch. Hello, Altered Stories show listeners. This is Michelle Saunders Gutch, your chief storyteller host. Welcome to the Altered Stories show, episode 53, Leanne's God-given mission, God story. Thanks for listening to the show today. Friends, I hope you all had a very happy Easter Resurrection Day. And your April month is off to a great start. Mine has been filled with lots of activity with Altered Stories Ministry and finding great God's story guests for the show. And speaking of guests, today I'm delighted to bring to the mic a very talented, accomplished, and lovely special guest and friend, Leanne Mancini. I was blessed to meet Leanne through a Christian Communicators Mastermind community hosted by one of my former podcast guests, Misty Phillips. Now, let's get to know this lady. Good morning, Leanne. Welcome to the show. And how are you doing? Good morning, Michelle. I am doing wonderful. I am blessed. And thank you for having me on your show. Well, I want to thank you for being a guest and for all the great support you've given me and your guest referrals. They have meant a lot. And I'm hoping to bring to the mic a couple of those guest referrals soon. I am now going to take a few minutes to introduce you and then we can dive into our conversation. Sound good? Sounds wonderful. Lady, you are incredible. I mean, Leanne is the podcast host of the Raising Christian Kids podcast, which is found on all major podcast platforms. She's also an award-winning Christian children's author and executive producer at the animation series, Sea Kids, which can be viewed on Trinity Broadcasting Network, Pure Flix, Right Now Media, and SeaKidsTV.com. And it's awesome. Need to take the time and see the different episodes if you haven't. Leanne is also a professor at South Florida Bible College and Theological Seminary, teaching apologetics, Roman, ministerial ethics, prison epistles, and the Bride of Christ. Leanne, I sure hope I said all that right. She's also received a bachelor's degree in biblical and theological studies from Regent University, a master's degree in theological studies from Trinity Evangelical Divinity School, and two additional master's degrees from Knox Theological Seminary in Biblical and Theological Studies and Christian and Classical Studies. Now, that's a mouthful, lady. (laughs) And (laughs) yes, I know. Um, On a personal note, 
She's a wife and mother of two grown children and a dog grandma. And she shares the most really precious pictures of her family on Facebook. And I just loved and enjoyed them. So Leanne, is there anything else you want to share about yourself that I haven't shared? Well, I love to power walk. I used to jog, but my knees are getting a little bit old, but I like to power walk. And I love to be able to uh, be outside in nature, living in South Florida. It's wonderful. It's kind of like paradise, the weather, especially uh, at this time of the year, February, March, and April. Um, Other than that, I think, and I like to read a lot. So I think you touched on everything else. Well, I'm glad that I did. And I like to read too, Leanne. There's so many great books. But anyway, let's talk a little bit about more. And I'd like to kind of get some insight into kind of some of what you've been doing in your podcast. And I'd love to know how long you've been podcasting and why did you start it? My first podcast was July 9th, 2020. I, you know, I had no plans on doing a podcast. I had no plans on writing a parenting guidebook. I had no plans in writing children's Christian books. Uh, The Lord had this all planned out for me. But in my research for my parenting guidebook, I took about two and a half years researching the brightest minds in children's spirituality. In addition to that research and my biblical knowledge on God's word, I had this great information to share with parents on how parents, grandparents, ministry leaders, anyone raising the next generation, how we can build a strong foundation in Jesus and have it solidified by the age of 10, from the womb to age 10. I just felt the Holy Spirit prompting me to get this information out. So we started doing a podcast. And I'm so happy to be podcasting. I love it. It's a five to 15 minute podcast. It's very informative. There's no fluff. I give a lot of information and I have a lot of links to show notes for parents or grandparents to access the information that I'm talking about. And I just started doing some interviews. In fact, I'm so excited to say that Ken Ham from Answers in Genesis and the Ark Encounter and Creation Museum, he's going to be on my show. And because I'm I'm right up his alley about educating parents um, how to teach their children to have a solid apologetic and how to build that strong foundation for families. What a incredible uh, way of being able to make a difference in the life of children's education. And, and I wish I would have had this available when I was parenting my daughter. Of course, now the blessing is my daughter has this available um, for parenting my granddaughter, Bentley Rose. But what a blessing that is to be able to have that kind of information available for parents who are trying to raise their children in a God-centered way and start at an early age. Because, I mean, all I had was Dr. Dobson when he was doing his radio program and talked about the strong-willed child and all those things on Focus on the Family they were providing at that time. So this is really, truly awesome that you're doing this. Now, you blog too? Well, I have a blog on my website. If you go to RaisingChristianKids.com, you can go either access my blogs that talk about how to help parents and grandparents. 
I have the links also to the podcast. And then we have our C Kids products. And then we also have free resources that you can, that parents or grandparents, ministry leaders can access. Wow, there's a lot there. What a blessing. So thank you. We'll make sure too, Leanne, as we um, share this podcast, that all of those links and that information get uploaded to your episode page. So thank you for sharing. So um, as you know, Altered Stories Ministry is all about sharing women's God stories of transformation. Also brings healing to women who share as well as the women that hear and God is using stories to transform women and to work through a lot of their emotional healing needs. And I would love from your perspective, before we actually get into you sharing your story, why you think sharing your story is so important. Well, my story starts the day I was born. It's a little unique, but maybe not so unique. I'm sure there's other people out there that this has happened to, but I was raised by a single mother who uh, had a sixth grade education and my father left when I was two. He was an alcoholic. So my, my mother had raised my three brothers from her first husband by herself because he also was an alcoholic. And then she raised me by herself. And at the church, at the uh, hospital, I found out that they were giving me my last rites as a child. And my mother was in the Catholic religion. They had called the priest to give me my last rites because I was born 48 days premature and I was only two and a half pounds. And they just didn't think I was going to make it, but God had other plans. And here I am, I'm five foot seven. I'm, you know, a tall lady here, you know, God had other plans. He was going to keep me around. And so I saw his hand upon my life when I was born. And then throughout, you know, my young life, I also seen God protecting me from bullies. We had a bully next door. I had to walk to school. She almost pushed me off a cliff and I just happened to look behind me as I was backing off, backing up as she was coming after me. And I'm talking, I'm, you know, six years old and it's, it's a cliff ravine. So I could have been, you know, I could have died or been seriously hurt. And I just happened to look back, stopped and looked back. And I know that was the Holy Spirit uh, protecting me. Also, when I was younger, uh, my mother has, was starting to date when I was about six and she had the first serious boyfriend. And now I was, I'm six years old and she went to go get her hair done. And she left me with her boyfriend who she was going to marry. And I told her I didn't like him and I didn't want her to marry him, but you know, children know things. And so he, she left to go get her hair done and he was in my mother's bedroom and he was calling me and telling me to come into the room there. And I wouldn't go. And then he was getting a little bit louder, come here. And I wouldn't go, you know, God was protecting me. The Holy Spirit was working in me saying there was something not right. And at that time we lived in a dupe, not a duplex, but we lived on top of the house and other people lived on the bottom. So it's a two-story residential home. And just when that was happening, there was a a knock on the door. 
So he comes running out of my mother's bedroom and he's zipping his clothes, you know, getting dressed and headed to the door. And it was the neighbor lady downstairs. And she said, is that your car? Your car's on fire. And his car was literally on fire. And then at that time, when he was down there attending that, my mother came home with the groceries and she saw the, as soon as she walked in the door, I started crying and she asked me what was wrong. And I said, he was calling me into the bedroom, mommy. And I don't think he had his clothes on. And thank God she believed me. And my mother was a very feisty little five foot two Italian woman. He walked through the door. He saw the look on my mother's face and he said, what, are, what does she tell you? You know, don't believe her. And my mother took back then you didn't have plastic bottles. They were glass bottles, Werner's ginger ale, big glass bottles. And she swore at him and threw the bottle and the and it crashed and, and he ran out and she said, don't you ever come back here again. Now, my mother was 47 when that happened and she never dated again because she wasn't going to bring another man into, you know, possibly have something to happen to my daughter. So my mother was very protective, a very loving woman, and she loved Jesus. And I believe my faith was because, you know, my strong faith is because of all these, this hand of protection God had upon my life and my mother's faith to always pray to Jesus and give thanks to him. We had a huge picture of Jesus hanging on our wall. And then again, you know, my teenage years going through the teenage stuff that you do, you know, God protected me from all of that. And, you know, so I see God's hand and his purpose for me to do what I'm doing now by protecting me during those, uh, you know, turbulent or trying times through the adversities. We didn't have much. My mother worked at a factory and also worked at a restaurant and my older brother, who was my, I have three brothers. The youngest of the three is, ten, is the youngest of the three is ten years older than me. So he would watch me when she wasn't home. And you know, we were on food stamps, and we received a basket for Easter and Thanksgiving. But I never knew that we were, you know, poor. Not real, not not destitute, but we were poor. And I got you know received free lunch at school, and but I was happy. And I believe it's because, and I believe it's so that I could become the woman I am today to uh, do the mission I have that he's placed upon my heart, you know, to educate parents, grandparents, ministry leaders, teachers, anyone who's listening, uh, how to raise their children and have that strong foundation from the womb and solidified again by age 10, because that's so important. And it's according to Deuteronomy uh, 6, verses 4 through 9. You know, when you walk along the path, when you rise up, when you lay down, you're supposed to impress these doctrinal biblical principles in these children. So I believe God's just, he's protected me my whole life. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, that's a beautiful story of how you you framed moving into your calling, into your mission. And I honor your mom. Leanne, I honor your mom for being strong enough to take a stand and to, you know, say, hey, you know what? My daughter comes first and her interests come first, you know, to keep you 
from falling into where so many children have, you know, been subjected to and that kind of abuse. I, I know that um, that message of, you know, how your mom was loving and how she loved Jesus and, you know, how she had such a work ethic and coming from it, Italian roots. I know my mom was raised around, was Catholic. She was raised back East. Her friends were Italians. Her friends were also from um, other, like they were African-American, you know, there were diverse, there was diversity, but my mom always was very overprotective of us kids in terms of being concerned about, you know, any kind of abuse in that way. Unfortunately, she fell into uh, a deception trap and then, you know, what looked good on the outside was intended for evil. And, you know, unfortunately, that whole cult background I had and what she got herself into did subject us uh, to abuse. But God in his graciousness and his redemption, you know, brought healing and brought me to where I am today. But praise God, your mom was astute enough and was apparently had some really good esteem because some women who don't have great esteem, you know, they build that on whether they have a boyfriend or not and, you know, a man in their life. So it's good that your mom also, you know, said, Hey, I don't, I don't have to have this kind of person in my life. I'm not desperate in that way. So, you know, I, 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 I thank you for taking the time, you know, and going through that so that our listeners can understand how God works. And he's such a personal God in your life. He knew what your future state was going to be in your calling. So to show himself in the way that he has in the protection where God sometimes uses, you know, your circumstances for healing in other ways. But I will tell you that this is really important for your ministry and your outreach and what you're doing. So I really thank you. And I love the scripture that you shared too. Is there anything else that you want to share, Lee? And I know we're trying to stick to a timeline, but when it comes to your God story, is there anything else about how the Lord worked in orchestrating kind of your educational foundation? Was that through just, you know, that desire in you to go out there and to get all that education? Or did you do that academically in, in high school and junior high and things? I know I, it's a, it's a unique story, I guess. Well, when I was 19, I had moved to Florida because there was no jobs in Ohio. And my mother and my brother lived in the same house. And I had bought tickets for my mother to come visit me. And she had just started, we found out she had Alzheimer's. And so uh, long story short, the airlines, they said, oh, don't worry, we'll watch your mom. You know, she, they had a stopover. She was supposed to get off in West Palm. They had one stopover in Miami. And they assured us that they would make sure she sat in her seat 
in West Palm, in Miami so that she could get to West Palm. And I'm at the West Palm airport and my mother's, you know, not there. She didn't get off the plane. She was missing for three days. And I prayed to the Lord and I said, just please bring my mother home and bring her, bring her to me safely. And I won't, you know, worry about, you know, lawsuits or doing anything, you know, forgiveness and I'll extend grace, just bring her safely. And she, and she did, we, we found her, they found her in Miami beach sitting on a park bench. We don't know how she got down there by the ocean. And so from 19, my mother started having, you know, the Alzheimer's condition. And then I kept her here with me when I lived in West Palm until I couldn't keep her anymore because she was sleeping with me every night. And I had to get up during the day to go to work. And I had a lady watching her during the day, but she was up all night. So I had to put her in a nursing home and a nursing home. That's when I started feeling the desire to volunteer and want to help and want to do things. That was the beginning of seeds being planted in me that the Lord planted about helping others. Then years go down the road and um, I had dated this one gentleman and his grandmother lived in the same nursing home. And so, well, excuse me, let me back up. His, his, His grandmother lived in the nursing home first. That's how I got my mother in that nursing home. And I would take out his grandmother and her friend, Minnie Snow, and take them out to lunch every week and wash their clothes. And then I started doing volunteer work. I became a guardian ad litem for Palm Beach County. Uh, then I did, I was, uh, you know, I did volunteer work for the Alzheimer's, uh, Palm Beach County Alzheimer's Association. After my mother passed, I started doing stuff in honor of her. And so I see God's hand upon my, my you know, the, during these times also. And then I met my husband and I, I rented him earth moving equipment. I was a rental manager at Kelly Tractor. <laughs> I started I started as a receptionist. And then seven years later, I was actually running machines to these contractors. And that's how I met my husband. It's, it's just so unique. I, I met my husband. I'm running him machines. And then I, I, I get married. I have my babies. I want to stay home and raise my children. And so thank God I was able to do so. Well, as my children, I was a volunteered in everything in their school, homeroom mom. I chaired, a, started the auction at the high school, chaired it for six years, started the PTSA, chaired that for two years during the six years, always in the volunteer capacity, always helping because it, it was what God put into my heart. And my children started getting older and I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to do when they're, you know, they're so self-sufficient? So I decided I wanted to join BSF, Bible Study Fellowship. I did all seven years of that. And I said, oh, now I really want to learn God's word. That's when I started at 40. I was 43, 44. I can't remember. Something like that. In my 40s, I received my BA in religious studies from Regent University. And then my late 40s and to mid 50s is when I uh, went to get my three master degrees. I really would like to have gotten a doctorate in theological, um, in the, in a, yeah, Christian theology. But all we have down here in South Florida is, you know, MDivs. And there's no, there's, I, I didn't want to travel. I couldn't travel. I had to take care of my family. But that's So God, I, that's when I got my education. And I tell ladies, look, it's never too late. Don't think it's too late. You can always go back, you know, with heart, to, 
my two of those masters I got at the same time, one from Knox Theological Seminary and one from uh, Trinity, I was working on two masters at the same time. Um, But by that time, my kids were now graduated from high school. They were in college. So I had the time to devote. And fortunately, my husband, we could afford for me to go to go to school. So it was like, okay, now I've done this. And then I feel this tapping on my shoulder of the Holy Spirit telling me to get the books out or the stories that I wrote when my children were little. Uh, We used to go to Michigan and we travel in the van and I couldn't find books that would teach my children how to live out these biblical principles that they were being taught. I found a lot of Bible stories, uh, stories about fruits of the spirit, uh, characteristics of Jesus and godly characteristics. But I wanted something that showed them characters actually going through, you know, being fearful or uh, being bullied. And what did they do? So I wrote these stories and then I shelved them thinking I was going to bring them out when my grandkids came one day. But I felt the prompting of the Holy Spirit. So that's when I wrote the seven stories, uh, the the Sea Kids stories. Uh, They won 26 awards between the seven books. And then I met uh, Cliff McDowell uh, from P23 Entertainment at an NRB convention, uh, National Religious Broadcasting Convention. I'm like, Lord, why am I here? I'm going to see a gray and green and brown podcast, radio, TV. And here's my little fish booth, all colorful with seven, you know, Sea Kids fish books. I sold every book, even took orders. And then that's when I met my producer. And that's how they were turned into an animation series. So I see God's hand upon all this. And then, and then I felt this calling to study and research you know, how we can teach these little ones to stay in their faith because they're walking away at a rapid pace uh, because of this anti-Christian secular culture that they're facing. 40% of children walk away from their faith in elementary, middle school age. We're not even talking college or high school. And so my podcast and all my research and the book I'm writing is all about what we can do to stop the bleeding you know, to, to have a revelation, um, I mean, a, a revolution on how we're parenting. What else can we do besides reading Bible stories to our children, sending them to Sunday school and putting them in, you know, uh, uh, Christian education or homeschooling? There's still more we can do. And it's all based on Deuteronomy. A lot of people will say, oh, well, train them up in the way they should go. That's a psalm. I mean, a proverb. That's not a promise, okay? Because it depends on the situation because children do walk away. But God's word in Deuteronomy says when you, you're to train them, to, to teach them, to impress, to mark, to mold these biblical principles when they rise up, when they walk along the path, when they lie down. And so a lot of my work is, is, is teaching how do we do that? When should we do it? How do we do it? And giving them tools, uh, uh, how, knowing how to you know, actually do it, tools to do it with. Leanne, this has been a great conversation. I really love the way that we have conversed and how you've been able to share where God has brought you and how he's using you and, you know, your heart for where you are with all the work that you're doing right now in the mission that you're doing with this ministry. I I will call it an outreach, a ministry, an education. I mean, there's so much that you're doing 
And I'm just grateful for you and for the time you've shared with us today and the scriptures that you've shared, Leanne. I mean, I love your heart for, you know, the word of God. I mean, and that you're encouraging our listeners. It's not too late. I mean, I walked the stage at Colorado Christian University at 56. I started, you know, what I'm doing with Altered Stories Ministry and the Altered Stories Show podcast when I was uh, 57. So, I mean, whenever God has a call and a purpose in your life, and even if we do step out or we step away, God is this way of guiding us. And especially when we're seeking him and we're, you know, wanting to do the right thing and giving him the glory for all that, you know, you're doing for him. So this is a huge blessing. I know my listeners are going to love what you've shared today. And friends, I will also have this episode available to listen to on our website as well as all of the other major platforms and other information that Leanne shared about her podcast, See Kids um, Products. And also if you want to help us continue to share more God stories like Leanne's friends or sponsor one of our God stories on our website, you can reach out to our website at www.alteredstories.org. I also appreciate you following our show, friends, on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review uh, because our definitely guests like Leanne and myself, we'd love to hear the impact that what we're sharing is having on your faith and encouraging you in all the areas that God is giving you to um, move forward with in your calling as well. Also, friends, I am going to share a scripture. A woman I work with at Focus on the Family gave me these verses for women before I left. And I want to share this scripture before I uh, close. Therefore, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. So thank you. Until the next show, be heard and be healed. Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based, nonprofit, and women's evangelistic storytelling ministry located in Overland Park, Kansas. If you enjoyed listening to today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of women all over the world, too. So please, subscribe to our show and share the link to this podcast. Share it on your social media. We also welcome your valued feedback on our stories. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories and welcome your tax-exempt financial donation. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, you can log on to our website at www.alteredstories.org.